welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host as always, Tina. How you doing, Tina? I'm good, Rob. Today was a crazy busy day, but uh, it's good. Yeah, I've, the story before. Lots, yeah, a new lots car. of hours. Yeah. And how so long I bought a new there? car. It took me, fuck, <laughs> it took like close to seven hours. It was over six and a half hours. <sighs> But, um, and, and they didn't set up all the, the electronic stuff yet. So I have to take it back or I got to figure it out myself, which I may just have my brother start pushing buttons and figuring things out for me. But, um, yeah, I bought a new car. It's a hybrid and, and I kind of dig it. That'll help with the gas mileage. That's for sure. Mostly the gas is $7,000 a gallon right now. Well, this, this car, um, you get 41 miles to the gallon. Yeah, that's nice. So that's nice. I'm I'm happy about that's like double what I was getting so, before. Yeah. And it's a little bit bigger, yeah. And I don't have to plug it in. And it's a little bigger, yeah. A little bigger. Yeah, still seats yeah, high. Yeah. 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 That's very nice. Very nice. Same color awesome. as mine, actually. Yes. Yeah, yes, fair. I used to have a black car. I had a white car. Then I went to the black car and I was like, I don't want a black car again. Mm-hmm. And it was funny. There was two on the lot. One was black and one was uh, was the color that I got. And so I didn't have a black car. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a metallic gray. I don't know what they really call that, but yeah, it looks no very similar to mine. Yeah. Very similar. <clears throat> All right. Well. Uh, today on today's show, um, this is comes really from a guy at my work by saying something to me. And I, I don't know, he, he was having an issue with his wife who I guess is not the healthiest of person. Like she doesn't take care of herself. And my coworker is kind of a workout nut. He's 63 years old and he is in like amazing shape. He does like a hundred pushups every day. and you know, does all this stuff. He's in really good shape. Well, he goes to me and he's like, well, you know, I don't know. And she's not doing this. And, you know, I, at least I have my health. And I went, yeah, I mean, I think your health is important, but I go, you know, our, you know, happiness is more important. So I, I think I, you're mm-hmm. not ever going to be happy if you don't have your health though. No, no, I agree. But I, I, I think just in passing, I, I went to him. I go, you know, would you rather have a long life and be miserable, or would would you rather have a shorter life and be happy? And he was like, "Dude, that's a that's a great topic for your podcast." And I was like, "Oh." So I texted you that day, and I was like, "Oh, hey." And this is a couple of weeks ago since we did a couple other ones in between. Mm-hmm. But I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, we should really kind of talk about that because I think it's a very." interesting um road to go down Mm -hmm. because i think at when you're young you know you live hard and and you try to be happy so because you don't look for the longevity you think you're going to live forever right but then as as we start approaching midlife and later i think you start looking Um, harder at like how long am I going to be alive Mm -hmm. and since we have people dying around us like you know I lost my mom and you've lost your mom that that you have to look at like what is more important so really our life is now short regardless so Mm -hmm. being incredibly happy means way more yes but I also think that 
people in general really need to start looking at the reality of life anyway. You, you have to live to be happy. You should be healthy. I, I'm not trying to um, say you shouldn't because that, that's at all not true. You, you should be healthy and you should strive to be healthy. But I think if you had to choose, at least the people that I've asked, you know, happiness is a thing that a lot of people don't have and really never experience. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's a very easy question to answer is I'd rather have a short life and be incredibly happy. Um, But that's also I'm 52 and I have the luxury of saying that the latter half of my life is going to be short. So, you know, let's say I live the average man is like 77. So let's say I live like my dad's 80. So let's say I live to 80. I really only have under 30 years to live. Mm -hmm. I want to be happy. And going forward, that is my total goal as a human being is to find happiness in whatever that is. Um, If it's traveling the world, if it's um, experiencing that with a significant other, more, you know, more power to myself. But I think finding that happiness is the, is an important thing. It, you don't, you don't have to have someone to be happy. That's the other thing. If you find happiness in being single and doing whatever your thing is, I think that's also great. But I do believe health is important. And I saw that in other people as well. When uh, there's been a lot of people dying young. Um, I, I Unfortunately, my internet at work has um, MSN is the, the lead page on what we get at work. Yeah. And there's lots of people dying young. And I mean, like 40s. Yeah, but how are they how are they living their lives, though? No, I mean, a lot of it's like weird shit, like young people getting cancer that, mm-hmm. you know, you really can't. You can't fight that. It's just odd that I that I don't remember that growing up watching the news and hearing 45 year old actors dying. You know what I mean? Rock stars fuck all the time. Rock stars drop dead like it was a thing to do because they were doing hard narcotics at a pace that they should have never been doing. Right. So, you know, overdoses, I can. You have to throw some of that thing out and go, nah, okay, you know, those don't belong in the statistics. But these days, it just seems that a lot of younger people are dying or people dying at a younger age than I remember. Like people dying in their 50s now is not uncommon. Mm-hmm. And I, I, mm-hmm. I, my oh. mom died at 59. And so I've looked at like how I want to live my life because she passed away so young. And so did her brothers, her two brothers that they all have the same mom and dad. Uh, They they all died before the age of 60. And so I'm looking at life going, okay, I'm 52. So if I live like my my elders, I've got another seven years. And Mm -hmm. so that was very clear to me very early on after mom passed that, that my time could be very limited. 
And so how was I going to live that life? And, and I think by now, everybody knows that listens to this podcast, I'm always going to choose happy. I'm always going to choose putting myself out there and doing things and living because time is so short. Mm -hmm. So for me, it doesn't, I, it doesn't make sense to not be happy. I mean, a long life, uh, but if you're sick, who wants to live a long life? Like I was talking to my friend the other day and I was like, if I get cancer, I don't even know if I would take the treatments. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, this is my life. I'm going to go out this way and I'm going to make sure I love everybody and say goodbye and then peace out. Cause who wants to live longer if they're sick like that? To me, that's not, I I'm not afraid to die. So to me, it's like, uh, I'll check out. I think I'm okay to check out. I've, I've right. really had a good life and I worked very hard at having a good life. So I feel like I've lived my life the best way that I could. Right. And I'm okay with what happens next, uh, but I don't want to be sick. No, I, I don't either. Um, you know, my mom, the last year of her life was on oxygen 24 seven and, mm-hmm. you know, could barely walk to the kitchen without, you know, gasping breath. I, I definitely don't want to be like that. But also being really, really old and even having your health, let's say you're OK and you're 90 and you're, you know, obviously you're probably not taking care of yourself anymore, but you're but you're all right. I think the the other part of that is, do I really want to be have outlive everyone? Yeah, you know, that's another thing I don't want to do. I, I would be OK to go first and pave the way for everybody else. I don't. Well, and that's not even the case because we've lost so many people, but I, I don't want to be the last one. I don't want to outlive my brother. Mm-hmm. My brother's younger. It's his, it's his responsibility. Fucker has to do something. You know what I mean? I've being the oldest, I've done it all, but he, he could take care of the, the end of stuff, you know? And I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to outlive him either. Yeah, my dad has out, outlived all his siblings. Yeah, no. And it, it's a very, it's a very, um, humbling experience to see your parents in a position of losing their siblings. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very, you see them in a much different light for sure. Um, and you know, his brothers, his sister died first young, younger. Um, but his brothers got sick and one had cancer and it was, it took its toll on him and I could see it kind of, you know, tearing him up because like he realized he's he's it it's the last of Mm -hmm. it and then your mortality i think kicks in right you start thinking how long do i have and and a few other things well yeah you're the eldest generation i mean Mm -hmm. when my mom died i realized i was the eldest generation uh, out of the women and i was like holy crap now what now like how and then and then i felt like how is how am i going to figure out how to grow old like, will I, will I get to grow old? Is that something that's going to happen for me? I mean, I realized that my, my mom and my uncles at the end of their lives had, had issues that they, they kind of ran with and let, you know, get worse. But at the same token, would, would I do that if I had the same thing? Who knows, you know? So it's hard to say, but I definitely think 
that being happy, no matter how long you have, is the goal. It's, mm-hmm. It should be the end game. It shouldn't be something that's taken for granted. Just like I don't think that you should stay in a marriage where you're not completely satisfied and loved and happy either. I don't agree with that. And I know a lot of people, I know personal people that that have been truly loved and and have stayed in misery just because they were afraid to to take a stand or to to make a change or to do something different. And I just don't, I can't live like that. I can't live my life like that. Yeah, because I think you start looking at how many chances at happiness do you have? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It like, and and I'm going to say this in a weird way, but I don't mean it to sound horrible. But, you know, how long do you have until your luck runs out? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's it is a thing of taking chances and you have to. And I've seen people who who have taken like large chances on things that that paid off for them, you know, whatever it was and it it worked and you have to step back. And I think a lot of us go, we're afraid. I I mean, that's the biggest and easiest way to explain it. You're, you're afraid to fail or you're afraid to, you know, um, be ridiculed or you're afraid for someone to, you know, judge you for what you did. and and I think now I'm at the point where I just say, fuck it. I don't care. It's not important to me. There are there are things and people that are important to me, and I do care how they think, but it's not the the end game for me. If if my best friend doesn't like my next girlfriend, that's life. Mm-hmm. Um, even my kid. And and I do hope that he thoroughly enjoys my next relationship but i can't worry in the end if he's the end all for that because he's going to move on and find himself a girlfriend and maybe a wife and have kids and do his own life i i can't worry about both of our happinesses i have to worry about mine and hope that everything falls into place mm-hmm. you, you, we're we're getting to an age, you know, that if you have children, your children are in their 20s now, right? And they're doing their own thing and they're moving in their own directions, even though this new generation seems to want to sit at home until they're fucking 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that you have to sit back for just a second and realize that your happiness comes before everything and hopefully in your happiness comes theirs. Mm -hmm. I think I've, I've seen a lot of people settle. I've seen a lot of people say in situations that didn't make them happy, whether it be a job or a profession or a relationship or whatever the hell. And they've completely destroyed any chance of being happy and they'll still hold on Mm -hmm. to me. That doesn't make sense. Like, why would you, why would you give up something that God has basically blessed us with? And that is happiness. Like you could, you could do whatever you want to with it. Why would you stay in a situation where you're just plain not happy? I'm really, I'm watching, I'm watching people do that. I'm watching my friends do that. I'm watching family members do that. And, and it, it makes me cringe you know, my, my relationship with my ex wasn't so bad that I needed to divorce. I mean, 
truly, I could have stayed and, and been okay. I didn't want to be okay. And I didn't want him to be okay. I wanted to be great. I wanted to be loved. I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be supported. And and not that he didn't do it, but he didn't do it in a way that made me happy. Like, you know, everybody loves the way that they love. And, and hopefully you find somebody that loves you the way that you need to be. And, you know, he was, he's not a bad guy. He's still one of my friends, but at the same time, he didn't seem like he was completely happy with me either. You know, coexisting is coexisting. I don't like to do that. I don't like to coexist. Let's, let's break it off before it gets bad and try to like, love each other as much as we can so that everybody could have a chance at happiness, no matter how long their life is supposed to be. And I don't know, I'll take, I will take short and happy over, over long and, and just mediocre or bad or whatever it is yet any day, any Mm -hmm. day. It's so important. Long and settling is the longest death you will ever have. Yeah. Yeah, and I understand like things are hard. Like you talk about jobs, you know, we we get into a job that it if you're lucky, you're making a good living, mm-hmm. and it, it's hard to get away from that because you know it's paying the bills and it's mm-hmm. making sure I have a roof over my head. But if it's making you utterly miserable, you can't. You're in the wrong be, situation. Yeah, and. And I think that also comes from a personal standpoint as well, that you have to be able to separate work and life. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people cannot see. I, I've got, I had to get to a place we've talked about it on this podcast before I got in a bad place where I was taking it out on my kid every time I'd come at home mm-hmm. and he was young and I, I realized it and I took a long look in the mirror. And since then, and I want to tell you that that was probably eight or nine years ago and I leave work at work. I don't care. I, you, you can't, you have to be able to separate things. You can come home and talk about work and, you know, mostly if you have a significant other and if you have to vent vent, but make sure that you both have a time limit on it because that's draining your happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you really love somebody, if you really love somebody, don't you want them to be loved relentlessly? Like, don't you not, you know, I, I fell out of the passion, out of the want, the desire and all of that. But but truly, if you love somebody, don't you want them to have all that? Don't you for yourself want to have all that? For sure. me, the answer is definitely, definitely. There's no there's no uh, denying the fact that I will pick happy over anything any day. Uh, I think, like you said, you know, picking picking the thing that makes you happy uh, and and realizing the things that don't right um because mm-hmm. a, a lot of people stay in the same place because it's just easy i i stayed in a a condo that i owned for years mm-hmm. and years and my ex-wife wanted to change locations or maybe move out of state and do something different um and i was just like why everything's good <laughs> and and again sometimes moving scary when you move away from the state that you've lived in your whole life it's a scary scary adventure 
And I did do it for two years. And, and obviously I came back and, but I did learn that when the time is right, you make the move, whatever that move is, whether it's a job or a divorce or moving out of state or, you know, getting in a relationship with this person that you've been around forever, whatever that is, mm-hmm. there's always a time. And sometimes it takes two months, sometimes it takes six years, but you're going to somewhat make that decision to make yourself happy. Mm-hmm. And um, I've seen it before. My friend who moved to North Carolina, she she wasn't unhappy here. She was making good money and and there were, you know, good things about California. She ended up deciding, hey, I need to do something different. I can't afford to own a house in California. Things went her way. She bought a, a house a year ago there and owns a house, has is making California money, doing quite well. So there you go. But it took convincing. And it was funny because I remember talking to her one time. She's like, I wouldn't be here unless unless it was you, because I talked her into going. I said, look, you only live once. This is it. That is so true. You only live once. And the only thing that you're going to regret is the things that you didn't do or the things you totally screwed up. Either way, like you have to make a choice. And if you screwed it up, like you at least you get a good story out of it. And there's no regret. And there's no, well, the regret, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But at the same time, it's not, I don't have that experience now. Right. I think living with the regret of fuck, that wasn't, you know, what I thought it was going to be is better than never knowing that's what it was going to be. Mm -hmm. You know, um, uh, marriage. I mean, let's go down the line. Marriage is its own very bizarre thing that can make you extremely happy and it can make you extremely unhappy. And that's Um, minute by minute. (laughs) That is true. It it is for sure. I mean, how I've seen couples get utterly frustrated over what's for dinner. Mm -hmm. Oh, I used to get so nuts about that. I'm like, you know what? Why don't you go and find something and then tell me what you're going to make me like, can we do that? Even going out though, like uh, of my best friend and his girl, like I've seen it right in front of me. Hey, what do you want to get? I don't know. What do you want to get? And, and then it's like, I'm sitting there like going, I'm hungry. (laughs) Like we we need to get something because I am going to murder one of you or jump in front of a car. (laughs) <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. And the, and 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 I'm not finicky when it comes to, like, just needing to eat. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a jack in the box down in the corner. I'll be back. Let's I'm go. Going. Yeah. And if you don't want to go cool, by the time I get back, I'll have my food and you guys can decide what you want to eat because mm-hmm. I can't I can't do that. It's right. You know, it, it's sustenance at one point. But look, I think we all need to live for those moments, too. It, I think. People look at moments, silly moments like that as, oh, man, I can't believe it's crazy. And I, she's crazy and can't eat. Th- those are the parts of your life that you have to kind of sit back and go, look, th- those are the the speed bumps of happiness. Right. Mm-hmm. If, if you only have a few of those compared to this. You know, daily adventure of having a good time and trying to find happiness and whatever that is for you, I think that's, you know. Happiness is relative to what you want it to be. Mm -hmm. And only, you know, what's going to 
put a smile on your face yeah. and where you need to be and, and what's worth it to you. And I think from a relationship standpoint, that starts at the very beginning. If mm-hmm. if, if there's no uh, baseline, right, for where you think your relationship should be um, and that your significant other doesn't know what that baseline is, you, you haven't done a good job dating. Yeah. And I think that's the bigger thing. Dating isn't always adventures and good time and and being taken out to whatever it is. It, sometimes dating is sitting on a park bench talking about life and finding out what the future holds for people. And I don't think people do enough of that either. Um, they try to make it a race to get to whatever imaginary finish line there is instead of going, Hey, who are you? What, what are you looking for in life? And, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about young people as well. I think there has to be some baseline and happiness should have a baseline. You should go, I want this, 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 and this, this is the five core things I'm looking for to make myself happy. And if you can find those, you should rush as fast as you can to find them. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you know, think of it as the experiences that get you there is what's going to make you happy, whatever those experiences are. And I think some of them are shitty. There's 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 doors that are closed on you and you find a way to open that door again and it takes you somewhere else. And mm-hmm. mostly job wise, it's happened to me more than a few times where I found myself not working and it got me into a different profession that got me into making more money, that got me into knowing more stuff, Mm -hmm. that got me into another job (laughs) that is now moving you forward. But I wasn't afraid to start jumping jobs either. You have to do what you got to do until you find where you need to be and what you're meant to do. Right. For sure. Yeah. It, you're lucky. I mean, you, you found yourself, you know, in a, in a good profession, um, that, you know, you've done well, <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know, hindsight's always 2020 as well. Like, you know, I did pro wrestling for 20 years. I think looking back on it, would I change it? Probably, but that's hindsight because I know things. Um, I lived, they were 20 great years and I had a lot of fun doing mm-hmm. it, but I wish I would have been a little smarter and did something different, but I get that. But thankfully I still have years left to find happiness and I think and I'm, and I'm doing it. <laughs> I think happiness is a day to day thing. I think a lot of it is your attitude. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is, is how you perceive things what your expectations are, you know, there's so many things and, you know, people, people that I've dated, they're always like, why are you so positive? Why are you? And I'm like, look, I'm not, I got my freedom. I'm okay. I got a roof over my head. I got food on my, in my belly. I've got really good friends. I got a good family. I got my dad and my brother here and my niece and nephew. Like I have so much to be grateful for. And I feel like if because I feel grateful and I really do think about being grateful and and what it takes to 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 do that, 
that it's changed my opinion. It's changed my outlook. It, it makes me look at life differently. I have a friend that everything is just fucking, it's just fucking frustrating for him. Mm-hmm. And I tell him all the time, like, you could change that. It's all your perception. Like, do what you have to do. You know, I'm going to let people learn on their own. I'm not trying to be anybody's umbrella and take their karma. If they want to sit and scream and, and rant and rave, I'm going to let them. I, I may pop some popcorn, put my feet up and watch the train wreck. But nonetheless, I'm I'm going to let them do what they got to do. And it, it's amazing how people will choose to not be happy. They'll choose to not be successful. They'll choose to not be loved. But I think it's it's it all boils down to what they really feel about themselves. What you're what you think you're worth is normally what you get. And I think that That's people need to fair. start looking at that and and saying, you know, I don't want to be unhappy. If you don't want to be unhappy, do something about it. Find a way. I get being unhappy in in the meantime because going through COVID and trying to get divorced sucked, sucked. I look back on that now. I didn't bitch a lot, but let me just tell you how much it sucked. It sucks so freaking bad that I don't, I didn't know how I was going to get through it with my, and have a healthy mind, you know, just be mm-hmm. happy. I had no clue how I was going to be do- doing that. But you put one foot in the front of the other every day. You find something to be grateful for. You find something to love. You find something to do. And you you start to change your your behavior or your inner your inner voice. You, you have to look at all that and say, you know what? Life really isn't that bad. The the other day I um I lost my cell phone. So when I lost my cell phone, I don't know, it was after the reunion, during the reunion, before the reunion, who knows, but my phone was gone and I can't get into any of my apps that go through um, Apple because my ID that I always kept a list of was in my phone. I, who knew I was going to need that mm-hmm. shit, right? But anyway, I didn't have it. So I don't have social media right now. My phone doesn't really, the camera doesn't really pop on like it's supposed to. Um, I could get email, I could get texts, and I could get phone calls. And hopefully that people, when they call me or they text me, say, hey, teen, or they talk to me how they normally would, and I could figure out who it is. (laughs) Because truly, I don't know my contact information. Didn't even know what my schedule was for work. And I'm telling my friend and he's like, God, that sucks. I'd I'd be so frustrated. I'm like, you know what? It's not that bad. I still am in a good place. Nobody's going to die because I don't have my phone. Social media is a pain in the ass anyway. It's nice to have a break from that. I'm not going to lie. I can always look up some of it on my computer. I don't get full, you know, like live videos and stuff like that. I don't get any of that. And you know what? I don't care. And actually, I think I felt a little less stress the -hmm. last few days because I don't care and life is still going on. And when I told him it's really not that bad, he looked at me like I was crazy. He's like, come on, you know, you need your phone. Yeah, but you know what? There are so many other things to love and need and put time in than the stinking phone and people's bullshit agendas of how they want everybody to think they live because mm-hmm. really how many people that are putting all this shit on Facebook are happy because I see attention horse. I see people that need attention. I see people that are so 
without love in their hearts, without people around them, without support, that they're, that they're grasping for something more. And I'm like, put the phone down, put that phone down and interact. I think people are looking, people are looking for happiness through that. I think you've, you've, you're lucky. I know you, a break is good. I have a friend down the street who is rarely on social media, like mm-hmm. at all anymore. And I think that that's a, a small way of finding happiness, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're getting rid of something that is pretty toxic in its in its uh, whole yes. way that it's made. Mm-hmm. Um. So to get away from that is obviously giving you a little happiness. And it's funny how that works. And Um, more time. I feel like I have more time in my life not being on social media. And I gave up or I told you I gave up TV during COVID. mm -hmm. So and that controlled a lot of my time, too, that I wasn't interacting, that I wasn't having good relationships with. So not having the phone and not having the TV has actually opened up hours of my life. Yeah, for sure. And and probably made you happier. It has. <laughs> so it has cuz I'm not seeing everything that you know before I lost my phone, I don't know if I told you, but I play this stupid game on my phone and it's just a mindless game. Right. And and I kept seeing like all these commercials about save my baby they're bombing israel and yada 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 mm-hmm. and 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 they're showing um terrorists holding children and you know women crying and all this stuff and i was like why the hell are they going to have commercials of that from israel on a game app yeah in but- between Yes. And then it was on TV because my dad watches TV and I happened to be in the living room with him and saw that they put that same type of commercial on the news that was like, you know, during the news. I'm like, what? Why do we need to see this? Why is this so up our gazoo? This doesn't make me happy. It does. It makes me scared. It's, it not mm-hmm. only does it make me scared as it makes me uneasy. It makes me feel like we don't have any security. It makes me feel like we have no control over anything. So. To me, turn that shit off too. Yeah, because propaganda. No, today I just bought a car. I had control. I went to work. I had control. I got up this morning and I made a breakfast that I wanted to eat. I have control. But if you watch that stinking TV all day and you hear about how horrible life is, guess what you're thinking? Life is horrible. Yeah. They I don't have, have time for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly it. They have control. And who is they? These people that we don't trust anyway, these people that give their opinions during news instead of just giving us the facts. Mm -hmm. So why are we allowing them to put shade in our day? Yeah. And we shouldn't. And I, and I think that those are, those are the paths to happiness, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Getting out more, walking more. um, Yes. You know, being in the sun. It's funny. I, I saw a thing. You know, during COVID, speaking of, you know, you're saying about that, like they they lock people in a box, right? Mm-hmm. When, you know, sun is like one of the most important things to get daily. You know, obviously too much of it is bad for you, but you need like 20 to 30 minutes of being in the sun every single day. So I do my best now to make sure I'm in the sun that I mean, I have a vitamin D deficiency anyway. Me too. But but getting out in the sun and it's funny, sometimes you can just 
close your eyes, right? And just relax. Um, I, I'm a music fiend, so music makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I got some new headphones and I was had them on and I was like, yeah, like you put on some of your favorite tunes, walk around the building at work, kind of, you know, disappear from whatever your work is for a second, find mm-hmm. a few minutes of happiness and then come back. And it's funny how I think my vibe has been better. And I try to get up and walk around my facility, you know, as much as I can mm-hmm. instead of sitting down the whole day. So, you know, those are things that I think you have to escape bad situations or shitty environments and make better ones, mm-hmm. whatever that is. And and it can be as easy as, hey, I need to take a break. I'm going to walk around the building. It's lunchtime. I'm going to, you know, eat real quick, walk around the building and then sit down in a chair and close my eyes. And like mm-hmm. I, I try to get like a 15 minute nap in during the daytime just to, you know, get me in a different direction. Um, so I think it's the longevity of that happiness is is trying to find it daily. And I think you're right. It's happiness is a micro thing, right? It's microdosing ourselves with these good things in our life while knowing you're going to experience the bad. Mm-hmm. You know, like we were talking about health is a balance with that, with that happiness. And mm-hmm. and if you're young, I think do both. You can be healthy and be happy. But I, I still want to be happy as the lead thing in my life, regardless of anything else, because it's too short. You can mm-hmm. be the healthiest person in the world and fall down the staircase in the morning and you're done. Wow, that's happy. <laughs> I mean, I and, I and I don't mean to be like <laughs> Debbie Downer. That's not. But I mean, accidents happen. Weird shit happens. We we've all had friends who something weird happened to or people we know from high school that a year out of school got in a car accident, and died that it's just uh, life is fragile. So stop playing with it, you know, <laughs> whatever you want to do in life fucking do it grab it's, it grab yeah it. and hold on tight you know there's nothing wrong with with holding on to something that you think is good mm-hmm. it, it, it's it that should be what we all want right we all want something in life to enlighten us you know religion works you know it's an enlightening thing it it, it puts you in a better place exercise at any age will get you in a better mood. Um, obviously being around good people is, is a positive thing. It's finding those micro doses of happiness that will make you enlarged happy. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's a lot of people who want to be happy. And I mean, truly want to be happy. Not just like I'm getting by because I know people who are who are OK with just getting by. Mm-hmm. And and look, however, maybe that's they're happy. And I know people who sit and play video games all day and they're happy. And if that's your happiness, more power to you. But I think the longevity of that life is very hard where you're you're isolating. 
we're not we're not given a timeline of how long we're on here and we're not mm-hmm. given on, on earth i should say and we're not given a timeline as to when everything's going to fall in place so that we could be happy if you don't take today as a blessing if you don't take today as a gift if you if you uh spend it without finding happy you've wasted a day of your life that you don't get back you just don't and i i personally don't want to live like that i've lived where i was okay i lived where i could take care of everybody i lived for everybody i lived in a situation that that wasn't my first choice i i did a lot of things over the years i i was loved by somebody that wasn't capable of loving I I love somebody that didn't want to love me the way that I needed to be. Um, I've gone through all of that. But now that I've chosen to take my life back, I, I find that it's really the happiness comes because inside of me, I'm happy. I get on that trike and like you said, be outside. I can smell eucalyptus. I smell sweet grass. I smell people's cooking. I smell car exhaust, trash trucks, which disgusting by the way Mm -hmm. Um, oh yeah but there's so many smells (laughs) to just smell while you're while i'm on the bike you know and i I find happiness in that i'm like oh somebody's cooking something really good over here oh it smells like fire passing the little street you know a fire on the street like and and i get lost in being present Mm -hmm. and that really does make me feel happy and it makes life so much easier than trying to deal with misery every day and and deal with something where you're just not happy and obsessing about it. I don't obsess about it. Life is not right for me right now, having divorced and gone through that. But you know what? It's not that bad. And I don't think about the not right stuff. I think about the not that bad stuff. And I'm right. really freaking enjoying it. And And I encourage everybody to find their happy and to start living happily. I don't say be mean to everybody. You don't need to like, oh, everybody's going to have to get a divorce. I'm not talking like that. You find your peace in you. Mm-hmm. So find it and quit being miserable because I see people walking around all day miserable. You can't drive anywhere around here without pe- feeling <laughs> people's misery. You yeah. can't go to a restaurant without seeing people's misery. Mm-hmm. You can't help people without about hearing how they're just not happy. Why? Why are we not hearing more of, man, today was a good day. You know what happened today? You know, whatever happened today. I didn't hit, I didn't hit the cat that was running across the street. That made me happy. Right. I, I thought I was going to have, you know, a hood ornament, but I didn't. Grateful. I was grateful for that. And in that, I found a little peace. Yeah. I think people I- need to find that. And I think that is something, you know, peace, peace of mind. And I think Mm -hmm. peace and peace of mind are very much the same thing. However you want to, to, to get to that space in your, in your own head, but you, you have to find it yourself and then walk towards it. It's there. You have to Um, run. You have to come up with, with a way to get out of whatever you're doing and, and release people that don't serve your purpose, that don't serve your way of being, that don't, that don't make you happy. Like let them go, right. let them go. So they could find that too. That's right. what love is. Love I, isn't I making agree. somebody freaking miserable all the time. 
Right. And I think on the flip side of that, in your own life, it's small things are good. Um, like you said, you can you can smell an orange grove and mm-hmm. a million memories will come to you. Um, I'm a huge fan of sunsets. There's something mm-hmm. about a sunset. And I think that that I lived in Camarillo and every blue moon I'd go out to Ventura be, you know, the beaches in Ventura or Oxnard and I'd watch the sun go down. And, you know, without getting too metaphoric, you know, it is the end of a day. But there is something of just. It's it's watching the day go away, even though the night can be great, but it's it's that small thing. I think that we all have to find that small thing daily as well, whatever that is for you, whether and it's, the sunset goes so peacefully, it's not uh, fighting, it's not it's not in turmoil. You know, it's just it just goes away just peacefully. Why are we not moving peacefully? Right. No, I agree. I think you've you've probably just hit it on the head. You 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 have to find your inner peace and Mm -hmm. it's there to to grasp. And it's just you taking the horns and telling telling yourself and probably other people around you. I'm I'm going to be happy and it's there. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, like I said, I, I have a shorter life now. So my goal is to find whatever it is that makes me happy. And I think the people out there that are younger, um, you can, you can have your health and, and be happy. They're, they're walking tools, but remember that life isn't, it's very, very quick, very quick. <laughs> It is. And and you'll find yourself 21 and then you'll find yourself 52. Hmm. And it's a very humbling experience to realize that you have a short time to find the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's it. We've knocked it out of the park again for another week. Um, Make sure to check out our socials since I didn't talk about that. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We'll see all the updates. Uh, feel free to message us and tell us what you want to hear about. We need folks to come on. Uh, we have a cool idea for a 20 question show where we're going to have a list of questions and round robin around the table and have people answer them. And we will, um, which I think could get us in a lot of trouble, but it'll probably be fun. <laughs> and uh, and check us out on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, anywhere you can hear these cool little podcasts. Share, write reviews. We need them. And uh, yeah, anything else, Tina? No, I'm ready to go and eat some dinner. It's been a long day at the, at the uh, I hear you. Well, my, <laughs> my only last thought of the day is find your happiness, people. It's out there. It's literally right in front of you. Grasp it. And it's a it's a commodity commodity that you should not be wasting. Time is the biggest commodity there is. Yeah. There is there is no more nothing that is worth more money. So uh, all right. Uh, it's an opinion show. Don't get it twisted. Keep coming back. Check us out every Wednesday for my co-host Tina. I'm Rob, and we will see you next week. Bye, Tina. See ya.